Hello, everyone. Welcome to Gods in the Church Podcast. Church Podcast, Episode 23. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. Counted an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God. We're going to be continuing our study out of J.B. Phillips for this day. Devotional book that I got from my mother-in-law's personal library. And we're going to start with on the subject of miracles, because the September in there, it talks a little bit, a few subjects on miracles in there, and I haven't, you know, there's only certain dates that we're going through, the dates that we are here, because that's what God's leading. But we're going to start talking today about miracles, study on miracles, and it's going to be John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, we're going to read. Then I'm going to read and explain what he said, and then I'm going to add my thoughts to it. Then we're going to do our prayer request segment, and then our closing remarks. So, let me get a drink of Gatorade here. And let's get our study on. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a call of heaven's authors and anoint these lips of clay. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to be with us as we go through this, Lord. I ask you to let everything I say be what you want and not what I want. And Lord, I just ask you, the people that are listening, to receive it, Lord. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to the book of... John, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 5. It says, At the beginning, God expressed himself, that personal expression, that world was with God and was God. The word was with God and was God. And, and he existed with God from the beginning. Which we know from the book of Matthew is our Lord Jesus Christ. Because in the book of Matthew, it starts out that Jesus was the Word, is the Word, and was the Word. And he spoke things into existence after God spoke, told him. Okay. All creation took place through him. And now, and none place, and none took place without him. What I just explained to you. In him appeared life. And his life was the light of mankind. The light still shines in the darkness. And the darkness has never put it out. Alright. So I'm going to call this study Miracles. And now like I said. I'm going to read. What's here. About the miracle. I mean what he said. About these scriptures. And then I'm going to share what God's put on my heart of what he said. Alright. It says, A miracle is by definition something to be wondered at. Okay. So the definitions of miracle is, is something to be wondered at. Okay. In the past, when laws were unknown... And were being used, it was commonly assumed that the divine intervention was the cause of wonder. People thought that God was somehow interfering with the work of nature. 
I do not regard such as action as impossible. Who are we to say what is possible and what is impossible? But I think it is unlikely the vast and patient labors of all mankind and scientists revealed a consistency of nature or order. But at this same time, they discover a complex law which mankind never knew before. A distinguished professor, distinguished professor of physics and chemistry, who is a fellow of the Royal Society, once said to me, We labor for years to unlock the door, only to discover that we are confronted with six more locked ones. I have met a few other really distinguished scientists in one field or another, and each has said in effect how little we know is therefore seen to to be stupid to say that this is what the impossible. However, simply no narrative is made as described. Now, basically... I disagree and agree with this guy. Alright? Because... Yes, we got scientists, and I covered this a little bit yesterday. And they strongly recommend that... That... This Earth is a billion years old. Now... It could be the way he wrote it so he wouldn't upset the scientists that he was talking about, the scientists he was talking about, because it doesn't sound like he was getting on the track, but he did. All right. Basically, in a roundabout way, he was telling them, you know, they found a way of natural order. Well,. At first, when I read this, I'm like, should I even do this Bible study with this guy anymore? But then I read, and then I read the rest of it. He came to the point that life is a mystery, and they don't as know as much as they thought they should know. That's because God has revealed only certain things to scientists, and certain things to his people, and certain things to the world. Now, they were ta- he was what bothered me was because he was talking about human nature, like mother nature. Now, Christians don't have any, I believe, exercise to say mother nature, because mother nature is the role role of she's in charge of this world, and that's not true. Jesus is the one that created. And God created this earth. This is God's creation. And God has put in effect everything that was created and the natural order of things. But God is behind it, not Mother Nature. Alright? So going back to his thing as he was talking about that the definition is something to be wondered and the past and the laws no were being used, it was commonly assumed that the divine intervention was cause of wonder. People thought it was God somehow 
interfering with the work of nature. No. It's God interfering or I don't like that word interfering. God helping us because God is God. There is no such thing as Mother Nature. I'm sorry to tell that. There is nature out there, but there's not a, a being called Mother Nature. All right? It is our Lord, God, and Savior who is in charge of this world. Well, what makes the decisions on what's going to happen in this world, not Mother Nature. Now, the Bible also does tells us that the devil is let forth on this world to try to, he was dropped to this world, so in a way he thinks he's king of this world. Now, he is doing things on this world to try to stop things from us. But God is still in control because we know in the book of Job, chapter number 1, even the devil has to report to God to give a report. And he can't do anything to anybody unless God allows it. And you all know the whole thing about the book of Job and how God tested Job because of some of the things Job said. And also to prove to the devil that Job would never turn on God. And Job never did. So, that statement right there, I'm going to refute from him. Because God does, don't like that word interfere, does interfere with his creation to help this world be a better place and help us to get back with the right relationship with him and to live with him alright in heaven when the rapture takes place now there's force now you might be saying well so God is behind this pandemic no I don't believe God is behind this pandemic I believe the devil came to God just like and now, now I don't got nothing to to fair praise, but the devil is always up there accusing his his enemies, which is us Christians. And I could see a, a conversation going on one day with God saying, if you allowed this coronavirus to be let out, I bet this world will turn on you. And all your people will turn on you. God accepted the challenge and allowed it. Now, did this mean that God wanted this to happen? No. But, he's made all of us in this world free choice. Alright? And the sad thing is, there are some Christians that when this pandemic hit, are acting like total should be ashamed of themselves. But there's Christians like me and a lot of the world that are 
still doing what God's called us to do. Yes, we lost people to the coronavirus. And I choose to look at it this way. That the people we lost in the coronavirus, I don't think was taken out early. Because we all had a time to live and we all had a time to die. And we always talk about God being omnipotent. Okay? That means he knows everything. From the beginning, middle, and end of everybody's life. Alright? And I believe everyone that we lost are ones that were time for them to move on. Alright? I don't think it's a God trying to be vengeful. I don't think it's a God trying to be um, being mean. I believe it was a challenge. Like we read, this does happen. Because it says, ever so often, the angels of the Lord, which if you do your Bible research, the devil was one time an angel of the Lord, and even him, they got to go back ever so often to heaven and give a report. And, and just like the devil engages God about Job, I believe he engages about all the Christians of the world. He's trying to shut down the churches. He's trying to destroy the faith. He tried. Okay? And But guess what? Even though churches were down, they evolved to online ministries. Like I do. You know, and everyone is still surviving. Unfortunately, some of the stuff that... He probably wanted to happen, happened. But you know what? God still rules over Christians and Christians still around and the church is still around. Now, I believe that is a miracle. Just like it's saying. God sends miracles. When God answers prayers, or the word they use here, interfere, to help one of his people or people of the earth. It is a miracle. If you woke up this morning, it's a miracle. If you got food on your table, it's a miracle. If you got food on your table and don't have a job, but yet you still have money, it's a miracle. Should you be out working? Yes. Alright. It, but it's a miracle. And nature has nothing to do with God's miracles. When God's intervene in a Christian's life, it's a miracle. When God intervenes by having a Christian witness to a, a sinner or preach a sinner's message, Saved by grace message in churches and people come from the Lord. It's a miracle. Why? Because people are asking for these things. And God made it happen supernaturally with his power. It wasn't that he called Mother Nature up there and says, I'm going to save so-and-so. You have nothing to do with it. I'm interfering. No. Mother Nature don't exist. 
miracles of God exist. Every time you take a breath today, think about it. It's a miracle and a gift from God. Every time you enjoy that TV program, it's a miracle and gift from God. Every time you go into your wallet to pay for something today, it's a gift and a miracle from God. And what are miracles? It said here, the definition is something to be wondered at. And when you pray, you're wondering how God is going to answer your prayer. Bottom line. Bottom line. Hallelujah. God is good. Alright. That's the bottom line of what I'm trying to tell you here today. When we go through life wondering what God's going to do and help us. We got to sit back and wonder and trust. That's what he asks us to do. The Bible says if we have enough faith in this world enough faith in this world and God a little thing of, of a mustard seed we can ask a mountain to move and it would have to obey because of the faith that we have in God. Okay? That's what it says. Now, does that mean we have power? No. No, it just means we have faith. And if we have enough faith, that mountain can be moved. And a lot of theologians... Don't think that Jesus is talking about a physical mountain. Well, I will admit that a spiritual mountain would, I mean a mountain would, can be done if you have enough faith. But I also agree with the premise that, that, That is talking about our spiritual mountains in our way, like our storms of life and trials of life and problems that come our way. But I believe it's either way. You have enough faith, you can believe, and you can jump that mountain, spiritual mountain, or the spiritual problem that's going on in your life. You have enough faith. You And if you have enough faith, you can move that mountain. And would move by, by just saying move. If you have enough faith. Now we haven't seen that yet because that takes a lot of faith. But Jesus says all we need is faith of a mustard seed. But the miracle would be if we believe enough. See us humans are like Peter. He started walking on the water but then he started looking around. And started doubting. And then he sank when he saw the storm. Because he lost his faith. So when we're trying to tell the mountain to move. The devil whispers and put doubt in our minds. And that's why we never see it happen today. 
But miracles happen every day. Every day. Everybody has a miracle every day when they wake up. Every moment they breathe. Every moment they see. Every moment they go home and come back again. Is a miracle. And everything. What you learn. What you hear in church. How you hear things in church. Podcasts. It's a miracle God provided for you. Hallelujah. So I don't believe that he interferes with nature. He interferes with his creation to make them better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. We're going to move on now. We'll talk more about miracles tomorrow. And then we'll go from there. Um... No, Mon Well, we'll see. I'm not sure how God's going to move by that yet. I feel God leading me. So we're talking about miracles tomorrow. Then we'll see how God goes from there. So we'll look at September 2nd's one tomorrow. And because uh, I believe it goes with the stuff today. That's why I believe that we need to cover it today. I mean tomorrow. Um, not tomorrow, but Monday. Alright. Now we're going to move on to our prayer, prayer request segment. And I'm going to read them off to you and let them know what they are. And, and I'm going to... let you know. Some of them changed a little bit, but same person. We're going to pray for my dad yet, which is James Weaver and Lordly Weaver and my mom with her heart problems and the medicine she's on to try to solve those heart problems. Then we're going to pray for my dad because he's got an aorta on his... He's got a aneurysm on his aorta. Then we're going to pray for... Um... My cousin Margaret, who is part of the God, look what God is. I mean, God's internet church ministry. Um, you know, as a as a listener, we're going to pray for her grieving for her mother and her father because her mother just passed away and her father passed away about five years ago, I believe, or more. And she's still having trouble with that. And we're going to she's having trouble with her legs, so we're going to pray for that. I did see Lloyd today down the street before I went to the to the church here to do the podcast um he was actually walking pretty well but my wife talked to him yesterday he's doing okay but he's got to have a bone scan and i think they're doing that because they got to check to see if the the cancer got into him but besides that he says he's doing okay then i got an unspoken for my friend sean i talked to him yesterday their whole family is recovered from coronavirus um, we did get a paw, a call from her brother yesterday, Paul, and, um, we got to pray that things are done fair. Um, but just because we got the news the way we did don't mean God's not going to answer the way we've been praying. But, uh, we're supposed to empty the house Sunday and 
he didn't say about us, so hopefully he's going to let us stay in the house long because we still don't have nowhere to go because there was a lot of talk about letting us keep the house and he and sell off part of the land for him to get his inheritance. But things have changed, and so hopefully he don't tell us someday that we have to get out too because if we can't, we don't got nowhere to go. So we're and I. But he also did tell my wife to make sure things are in a room or tagged that's in the house. And I believe he will give us a time limit. Or he'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Because he wants to sell the house. Um, for us, for guidance about what to do. And I did that today on the way to the, to the church office today. I, um went to uh, the park my wife don't know this but we got some I got some McDonald's and I sat there and prayed and he told me to stop crying and that's the verse he gave me in other words stop complaining trust me and I kept asking and inquiring but he didn't give me no more I said well how, what do you want me to do about this situation or that situation and so we need guidance God to show us on how he wants to, us to handle this with her brother and with our, our lives um, then we need to pray for my friend Paul and his back I haven't talked to him I tried to see if he wanted to talk tonight but he didn't get back to me and we need to pray for his kid and make sure she don't get coronavirus that's what he once prayed um, then I'm putting my friend Sean's mother back on her name is Robin. She had hip surgery two days ago, and supposedly she was sent home yesterday. And uh, so, hope everything is good there. And uh, then I want to pray for that unspoken that God's put on my heart to do. He's birthing something in me, but He's still not giving me to the peace of mind to share it yet so it's like he's still working with me and then my aunt Denise car situation she was in a bad accident towards the middle of the week last week towards the middle and then and um so hopefully everything goes there because if they told her the car she needs money to get another one and we'll see what happens so that's what we got to pray for here today so let's pray <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now as the great healer and the great designer and the great architect of this life. I ask you to come down, Lord, and go inside my dad's body and heal, and stop that aneurysm from growing or not growing. Let, let it just stop. Let it just stay there, be a broken shell, or let it disappear. I ask you to be with this aorta and let's strengthen it, Lord. I ask you to be with my mom and let this medicine that she's having heart problems with be the answer and let it fix it without doing any tests. I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret's grieving for her mother and grieving for her dad, Lord, and, and let her come to terms with the ones on her dad because it's been a little bit too long. But Lord, let her be with help her through this grieving time. 
with both. And I ask you to be with her legs. She's having trouble getting around on it, Lord. She had to lose a can't use a cane. I just ask you to help her. I ask you to continue to bless Lloyd and heal him and touch him, Lord, and help him with that that bone scan, Lord, and let everything go the way you want. And I ask you to be with my brother Sean. He's like a brother to me from another mother. I ask you to be with his unspoken, Lord. You know what it is. I just ask you to work it out. I ask you to be with my brother-in-law, Paul, Lord, and let him be fair and let him give us time. Lord, don't let him rush us out of this house, Lord. And Lord, maybe you still got the plan of giving us this house, Lord. Let it work out, Lord. And let everything go good Sunday. And give me and Ruthie guidance on how what to do to prepare. Because you know, Lord, the middle and the end and and the beginning of our lives. You know what's going to happen in this situation. So help me and Ruthie be prepared, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with Robin, my friend Sean's mom. I ask you to be with her hip and as she's recovering from the surgery. Let everything go the way you want. And Lord, I ask you to be with that unspoken that you called me to do, Lord. Uh, pray about and birth in me and, and show me what you want me to do there. And be with my Aunt Denise and this car problem, Lord. And situation. She was in the accident. And he'll get back on the horse and start driving again, Lord. And provide a car for her, Lord. And we and Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Fred and Teresa and bless them. And as they recover from their coronavirus recovery, and I believe that God's leading me, you're leading me, Lord, to take them off the list. But we'll see about that for sure. But we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Everything's looking good there uh, with Teresa and Fred. And I believe we can take them off to the thing. They're recovering. They say that he, they're okay. I see them active on Facebook and getting around. So just like Becky and Sean, we're going to take them off. But we're still going to pray for Fred and his ministry though. His church. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and all that. Well, we came to an end of the podcast now. And I like to say that we will be, instead of doing the, the day, Monday's date, we will be focusing more on the mer more miracles. Uh, and then... Um, for our Bible study and then we'll do our prayer requests and maybe have music maybe not I'm not sure exactly how God's going to lead there yet but um, then I have our closing remarks but right now I like to say I want you to have a we want you to have a good weekend because we are not going to be on the air for the rest of the week and I like to say God bless you and have a good week in the Lord. Weekend in the Lord. Take care of one another. Love one another. 
and bless you. And see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying God bless you. See you next time, and God love you.